As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all. Spooky season is here. And if you're looking for a show to whet your appetite for a little haunted history, then I'd like to invite you to check out Southern Gothic, a chart-topping history podcast that explores some of the most infamous legends, folklore, ghost stories, and hauntings of the American South. We've covered all sorts of stuff from the Bell Witch of Tennessee to the disappearance of the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley, not to mention our deep dives into the local lore of some of America's oldest and most haunted cities like New Orleans, Charleston, and St. Augustine. So if you're ready for a little good old-fashioned Halloween storytelling with a commitment to quality historical research, then be sure to check out Southern Gothic today. It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps. This is Eric Rivenis, host of The Most Notorious Podcast. While I've spent the last three years talking to authors about true crime history around the world, I've spent the last 25 years compiling an extensive catalog of historical crimes and strange events that have happened right here in my home state of Minnesota. For some of you, the thought of Minnesota might conjure up images of Garrison Keillor's idyllic Lake Wobegon, or Longfellow's romantic shores of Gitche Or your mind might go immediately darker to the film Fargo, with its desolate, snow-covered landscapes and stoic Scandinavian character. A place where those with nothing nice to say are expected to say nothing. If you're so inclined, you might listen to the lyrics of native son Bob Dylan's music. Some of his darkest songs are ones of Minnesota. Desolation Row with references to the Duluth lynchings of three black men in 1920, or North Country Blues, which tells the story of the death of an iron ore town in the far northern reaches of the state. Or you've possibly heard me talk on my podcast about the Twin Cities as a haven for gangsters, crime bosses, and hardened criminals through much of the 20th century. Whether it be Kid Can, the notorious mobster, who ruled Minneapolis for decades, or John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, and the Barker Carpus gang, who shot their way through the streets of St. Paul. The crooked paths of the Twin Cities are lined with the ghosts of the maimed and the murdered, and their stories need to be told again. But I certainly won't limit things to gangsters. We've got our own Victorian-era gaslit tales of suspense and death. 
There are stories of the frontier to be told as well, of Jesse James, Pig's Eye Perrant, murder plots and vile acts committed in isolated farmhouses on the lonely rolling prairies. Dark urges of our early inhabitants, often motivated by a deep despair, made far worse by months of brutal cold and little sun. Within the next few weeks, I'll be rolling out a brand new podcast called Minnesota's Most Notorious, Where Blood Runs Cold. In each episode, I'll narrate a story that I've carefully researched. Usually terrifying, sometimes humorous, and occasionally flat-out bizarre of the crooks, conmen, villains, and killers who have done their evil deeds in the land of 10,000 lakes. Subscribe now to Minnesota's Most Notorious, Where Blood Runs Cold, and dip your paddles into the murky waters of the past. Let's learn some things together that we were never taught in history class.